0: place we could go so close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest
1: flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number five hundred and thirty-four. Um, this is—you uh, may remember last week—we've we been talking about the Miu Minis for a couple of weeks now. It's been a hot topic amongst us two uh, and the internet at large. There's so many Miu Mini videos being made, like left and right. And well, I
0: think—I it, mean, like, it's like it's like the perfect dumb little thing, and that's like fifty or sixty bucks, or yeah. depending on where you order from. Right? That most price point. One. It See looks on,
1: exactly like a mini Game Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually plays a ton of games. Yeah, yeah. How can you resist? So I mean, it's
0: like it's such a good like entry point into these kind of yeah. like dumb little gizmos. You know, that's a very good point because like I don't know. I, at least for me, like I have like a like stuff under a hundred bucks that's stupid. Like I feel like doesn't get the same amount of scrutiny as like yeah anything. Like so an RG three fifty one V setup will probably you know, with SD cards, I everything mean, cost you like like one hundred fifty bucks or whatever. Yeah, it just feels so much more expensive than, yeah. the, like this thing—a sixty-dollar thing. A even $60
1: thing. Like not... well. I think a, a big part of these things too, this this sort of like, I don't know, this rush of of these little handheld devices the last few years, um, is that like out of the box generally they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is like a little terrible, but it's pretty usable. Like it's, if you it's never okay. did a, yeah, if you never did a custom firmware, like you could just buy this for somebody that doesn't mess around with this stuff and they could just play games on it pretty easily.
0: And it comes out of Um, the box. It comes with um, with a lot of tons of surprising amount of things you think that they probably shouldn't be distributing (laughs) on a SD card with this thing. I mean, there's like it's weird. It's like this mishmash of like, how the fuck are you guys getting away with like distributing Super Mario World
1: Yeah, with a product
0: that you sell? And then there'll be like ones that are like very clearly like knockoff Uh, Fake Mario's, yeah, like fake Mario (laughs) or fake Sonic or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's something else. Um, But yeah, so but obviously, like even even with this guy the stock firmware is not a great experience. So it's more fun to yeah. throw on. And I, I'm glad this thing's popular because there's a ton of community involvement behind it. Yeah. With people developing. And there's like three or four custom firmwares you can choose from. Yeah. The,
0: the Onion firmware that I guess is the popular one is really That's good. What I'm rocking. Like yeah. when you... So it has two different power off states where like if you push, if you hold the little menu button and mm-hmm. push power at like... I think just the screen turns off. I don't know if it actually has like oh, a really? sleep mode. I don't even think I knew that. Yeah. So that that's like the instant sleep and wake, but it still is yeah. using a considerable amount of battery when you have it in that yeah. mode. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. if you push the power button, it like save states, shuts down, and then you yeah. can um, go in the menu and toggle. When you turn it back on, it'll like boot up again and throw you straight back into that straight game. Straight back to your the, game. The, yeah. With that save state loaded, which yeah, I don't know. It's I, I just love how... um the community surrounding these things seem to be like, like something will come out and I'll be like, okay, this is cool, but it's kind of shitty, and there's all these like really yeah. annoying things about it, and it's just like, oh, spend two seconds doing this other thing, and like the quality of life of using this thing like just increases <laughs> exponentially, you know?
1: Yeah, it's all it's also a really easy process as far as like installing custom firmware, although it's technically not firmware because it runs on top of the stock firmware, from what I understand. But whatever the case, it's not, there's a lot less hoops to jump through than like, yeah. Jailbreaking a PSP or something. Well, so, the, the
0: the one only kind of confusing thing that I stumbled across, and this will likely be true if anyone orders one of these after listening to us talk about, it, is that the all the guides tell you to start by updating the actual firmware of the thing, yeah. um, and it doesn't like gracefully fail or tell you if you're already on like the most recent firmware because like yeah, because that was my first stumbling block was like. Because a lot of times you get this stuff and it's like, oh, this thing has two year old firmware on it, right? But I think mm-hmm. because this device is new or new ish, like yeah. they're just loading the, the newest firmware onto it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's like when I was texting you, would be like, I feel like this something is not right. Cause like I'm trying yeah. to get it to update the firmware. I'm just getting like a battery charging thing. And cause like yeah. the guides tell you, like, oh, just reboot the thing, make sure it's plugged into the charger and reboot it yeah. with the right files in the right spot on the SD card and it'll just update. Right. And I was like, I don't. <laughs> but so I guess like what happens if like it like reads that and is like oh I'm already on this firmware and it just does nothing instead of telling yeah. you like hey just FYI like right you know so that was that was really the well only you can comment. go you
1: can go into like the system settings and like about this device or whatever yeah. and it'll tell you what firmware you're on but the guides should start saying now to do that first yeah right and if you have one that starts with an April date you're good if you have the other one it's we're like January or something yeah so. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, um, and, yeah and I then, didn't have
1: to do all the updating rigmarole.
0: The only other kind of weird thing about, um I haven't seen this before on one of these, is it uses kind of like unconventional folder names for yeah. um, where you put some of the ROMs and stuff. Yeah. Um, because RetroArch, it seems like, I don't know if it's their standard or if like all these different things just use like very standard names and stuff, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Um, but this this one has you have to like look on their wiki to like make sure that you're putting shit in the correct folders. Yeah. And if you have stuff from systems that like um, you know don't have a folder auto generated they need to be very specifically named to get recognized nice. and all this stuff. Which yeah, um, and the same same deal with like the the system BIOS is They need to be like very specifically named and put in the right spot and all yeah. this stuff. Which no no big deal. It's just like one of these things where you, like, you got to really be careful following Based all the instructions to what you're and doing. stuff. Yeah.
1: I thought I think you ran into this problem too, but I had the same problem where um, you get everything going, you load up your ROMs, you do all your stuff, you stick the card back in the little game system, and you turn it on, and then like nothing shows up, and Mm -hmm. you're like, why? What did I do wrong? You have to actually go into the like and and check off which systems you want the like operating system to show you. Yeah, and I didn't get that at first, and I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Everything's empty. We have to actually go through and be like, okay, show NES, show SNES, show Genesis um once i figured all that out everything was fine but that was kind of confusing well
0: this is the first one of these things too that um it seems like every other little emulation gizmo i have is smart enough to ignore like the mac os hidden files that get just barfed all over the place this one is not uh not smart enough to ignore and and, and maybe people have seen this before, where like you know he put like do a bunch of messing around on something like a usb stick or whatever on a mac you put in a pc there'll be a lot of like dot underscore files that hold like random metadata and other stupid shit like that. So I had to use a program from the Mac app store called blue harvest that you recommended that was like 10 bucks or something like that. And that gives you the ability to like click it and then tell it to delete all those files and eject. So it goes through and deletes everything and then ejects it immediately. So Mac OS can't like rebarf those files over the (laughs) thing. Cause 'cause that was uh, an original confusion of mine was I was like, what the fuck like why can't i enable any of these things right and what i was doing was enabling the like dot underscore file and not yeah. like the actual like real it's just file. like a data file thing yeah because i wasn't emulator i wasn't thinking that it was actually displaying those hidden files i was just right. like oh i don't know yeah because what was confusing is that like the one of the files that you use to like either install on or update the firmware has a dot underscore file name to it yeah. And I was like, oh, I wonder yeah. if that's just like how the file system of this thing works Yeah, and didn't even like put two and two together. It was like, oh no, these right. are the Mac OS junk files and stuff.
1: Yeah, so, I, yeah, I ran into that problem with the PSP. The PSP's system um, reads those, it should, displays those garbage mm-hmm. files. And so it was just a huge pain in the ass for a while um, until I discovered somebody recommended that Blue Harvest on a forum somewhere. And it's um, so easy. It's like one click clean yeah. this and it gets rid of all that stuff for you and uh yeah i do it now every time i i put any sort of memory stick or anything into my mac i just clean it just in case because those things aren't good for anything except when you're using it on a mac right yeah, so. yeah. but anyway yeah uh so yeah you um happy overall have you oh played yeah real real happy with this it? thing it's just it's, it's really cool um i've been
0: playing through uh Started in on Final Fantasy Tactics. It plays PlayStation uh-huh. games, original PlayStation games, very well, which is surprising to me. It's, yeah, it's um, really
1: impressive to see PlayStation games running
0: on yeah, it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I, you know, I've been meaning to play through Final Fantasy Tactics. I, I want, I meant to, I like, it was on my list for the RG351V, but I think, like, yeah. I don't know why I never got around to it, but I was like, you know, this thing's a little too small to do kind of like. I mean sure you can play whatever you want on it, of course, but like I the way that I like find myself holding it, it's like more like playing like one-handed, you know, like kinda like this, yeah. which is yeah. a weird way to to do that. And I, I was like, well, wow, turn-based stuff, there's a million turn-based games I want to get around to playing. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Tactics still I still have not gotten more than an hour into it because the game just like throws so much complexity at you immediately that yeah. I, I I feel like every time I try to play I hit the exact same point. I'm just like, yeah, I just like don't have it in me to be like yeah maximizing my job points and organizing my team and all this yeah all this like very 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 particular crap and i'm just like so this now i'm on advanced wars again which i mm. i love advanced Wars. i haven't played it since like it first came out you know
1: and it's oh really such a good i thought haven't either actually
0: like really really good i i i don't know i just i, I forgot just how good it was because they they did the yeah. Did they release the remakes or are they just talking about the remakes? I don't know where those were. Uh, no, I think they
1: got delayed, actually. It was oh, the last okay. thing I heard about them.
0: Because I was really stoked for that. And that's kind of what got me thinking. I'm like, oh, Advance Wars, I'd like to play that again. And I don't really care about the remake version.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, that was a genre I never liked. and But I bought Advance Wars for whatever reason. I guess everyone talking about it when it was new or whatever. And um, like loved it. It's like probably the most accessible like strategy game like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is probably why it's been so beloved and copied and stuff but yeah i, mean, I don't think i ever played any of the sequels though maybe the other one on the game boy but or the I second think one two is on good because it, it if i recall correctly it introduces kind of like
0: co powers or something like that so like you, mm-hmm. you're not just playing as like a generic single player guy you're like choosing mm-hmm. who you want to be as a general and each of those like i think like one of them mm-hmm. like soups up your tanks and the other one like heals your guy you like there's like these like yeah. superpowers they have that kind of add a whole yeah. new layer to the gameplay and stuff but
1: yeah it would be interesting going back to replay those too.
0: really good uh you know very very uh, extremely pocketable very portable battery on it yeah. seems great and you know yeah. i've been mostly just playing game boy advance games so i don't know it's probably not like pushing to its limit or anything i would be curious yeah. to see how the battery is like emulating something that takes a little bit more uh yeah. horsepower like playstation or like doing any 3d stuff on playstation right. i imagine it would yeah. probably you know kill the battery pretty quickly but um but yeah, turn-based stuff that you can kind of just you know fiddle around, sort of one-handed, while you're out and about. I mean, it, like it's weird. It like fills the same kind of niche for me as like playing phone games does. You know, where it's like yeah. really just easily <laughs> right. pop into something, yeah, play for a little bit. You know, it off, stick it back in your pocket, kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah,
1: I love how small it is. So, I love, and also my hand does cramp after a while. It's pretty tiny, but yeah. super playable. It's not like something that I'd be like. Sit down and play straight through a 20 hour game. Oh, or yeah. Anything I, like that. But. Yeah. This
0: is not the device for like, okay, I'm going to play it, through 60 the <laughs> night start to finish. And, or, right. you know, it does totally like fill in the
1: same kind of gaps that phone gaming does mm-hmm. um, without being phone gaming, which is nice. But, um, yeah. And also, uh, my toddler really likes it. And uh I can I can verify that it has survived two drop tests so far. Oh yeah. You know, the, uh... the
0: very first day I ha- I got <laughs> it, it slipped out of my fucking pocket and like just no like, way. uh hockey pucked across a parking lot. I was like, oh, Oh, God.
1: outside yeah. did it get scuffed up? Uh on the back
0: a little bit, but again, I was like, you know what? I'm, it's a fifty dollar little Chinese <laughs> yeah. piece of junk. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> Not going to stress yeah. out about it, but it was just like one of those things where it was like happening in slow motion, where it was like yeah. brand new thing that just got configured, just <laughs> shooting yeah. across a
1: parking lot. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's another nice thing is when um, you spend over 100 bucks on something like this, you feel a little worse if something happens to it. But something like this, it's like, I don't mind handing it to my toddler to fiddle with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it was because, like, I was like, know. whatever. If this thing gets destroyed or whatever, I'll just pop the SD card out and order another one. And, yeah and you can yeah. essentially just plug the s d card in without i don't think even needing to do much. I don't think so It'll just like work but yeah um, so
0: uh in in other uh dumb emulation gizmo news the arch have you been watching the videos about the uh rg353p
1: oh i don't like it
0: well i it's not
1: for me i think it's a Mm. neat device but so so, it's for me
0: uh Nick that makes the uh rg351v and i wish they would
1: name these things a little bit more something
0: better like something yeah less uh i don't know serial numbery uh so that that's like my go-to recommendation when people are like oh yeah you got all this simulation stuff like what do you like the best so it's just the rg351v is is really a very easy recommend because it's like game boy form factor firmware Great is really screen. good really yeah. good screen plays yeah. all the you know all the retro stuff you'd ever want like pretty much up to playstation right. um and you know just, just really good so so that that same uh manufacturer is putting out the rg353v rg353p soon you can pre-order it uh a few places for 130 bucks and Mm. this is like if you imagine like a super nintendo controller Mm -hmm. uh like put in photoshop and like blown up like 150 percent with a screen in the Mm -hmm. middle um that is pretty much it
1: they released one in the same form factor before but it was like woefully underpowered and it had a terrible ratio screen size. And, um, I don't remember the serial number model name of it, but this is sort of like, I think they're like doing it right. Do over. Um, because the screen is the perfect size for running like almost all the old systems and stuff like yeah, that. It's and it's four, four by three, and, right? Yeah. And, uh, it just seems like it's a, a more well thought out. The other one had just one. I don't think analog sticks are a big deal, but like the other one just had one analog stick and whatever. So um, I think this is a cool thing. I just know that I'm, I'm not going to bother getting it because I think my bases are covered with something super tiny and then a Steam Deck. And I don't really know if I want something in between. And also, I don't know how crazy I am about things that run Android. But I guess yeah. this can dual... They that they that was kind of the right interesting, of the box,
0: so. yeah, interesting thing to me about this is that you, you can kind of flip back and forth between whatever firmware it runs, in Android. So, like, yeah, presumably you could play like Android games on this if you wanted. I think maybe I don't, maybe? See, I don't why know why not. I don't understand why not.
1: Um, why you wouldn't be able to? And that's but, probably where you get all your emulators. And but stuff. it also has a
0: touchscreen too. Like that's, um, so that that's kind of interesting to me because like I I feel like we're um in a in a weird spot where like all these things existing you play pretty much anything but like ds and 3ds stuff is really awkward yeah um because i i think i fucked with one a while ago where it was like you had some like hotkey to like swap the screens or i don't remember however it was set yeah. up i was like oh, this is really dumb and uh feels like a extreme hack and and whatever so yeah, yeah. i don't know it, it'll be interesting to see where that stuff all kind of kind of lands because i i I don't know. I just, there's a lot of good stuff on the DS that would be fun to play. Yeah.
1: I think my, like, thought process about this is that um, once you start getting into the 3D consoles, I would rather it be on a larger screen and a more powerful device. So you can run things at like
0: yeah, that's four reasonable.
1: times resolution or eight times resolution or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it improves the experience so much more with stuff like Dreamcast or uh, PS2 and stuff. And, and then getting, especially into like 3ds and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I feel like this thing kind of stops power wise where I would want it to go to. Like, I guess if it's, it can't really do PSP, And it can, like, Uh, struggles on GameCube and stuff or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's in this, like, weird spot where it's, like, it seems, like, just barely powerful enough to do, like, PSP, PS2, GameCube Uh kind of stuff. But, like, I don't know. I think you'd really want to be playing those to, like, put up with kind of, like, the performance of it. But, But, again, I don't know if that's a function of this thing just barely not being powerful enough or mm-hmm. just the, the firmware and emulation cores and stuff like that, just not being fully optimized yet. And like, yeah, it could get, you better. know, if it's like running a weird Android layer, like under that, that might be causing some overhead too, that hasn't really been smoothed out yet. Um, I yeah. don't know. So I, I, I don't think I'm going to pre-order one of these. Yeah. Uh, but I am watching it with, interest I think.
1: Yeah. And yeah, if it runs Linux, then that's uh probably somebody will come up with a great custom firmware or something for it yeah. that works. But yeah, Android adds so much overhead to these things that you have to have like two to four gigs of RAM just because you're running Android. Yeah. Like no other reason. Because I would I would um, love to get a little gizmo that could play um,
0: GameCube games and and, and yeah. stuff like that. Cause there's a lot of good GameCube yeah. stuff that I'd, I'd love Your to Your Steam Deck does that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but why play so, on a Steam Deck when you
0: can infinitely <laughs> like waste time on something else? Something else. Why use what you have already when you could buy something new? Well, my Steam Deck is consumer been way RMA'd so it doesn't really exist in my life right now. Oh, did you send it off? No, but I have it all packed up. I just haven't oh, okay. I've been too lazy yeah. to drop it off at the FedEx place.
1: Yeah, my uh, speaking of, mine is in the in New Mexico right now, so it should be here Monday. But oh, cool. um Hoping no FedEx drivers to try to steal well, it. Well, Steam um, summer sales
0: going on right now, so you should stock up. And, <laughs> perfect and, timing, yeah, because yeah. I don't
1: have enough games already.
0: Uh, yeah, what's dumb I, is I, I have a bunch of junk in my cart right now that I'm trying to decide if I want to pull the trigger on for more stuff for my backlog or not. Yeah. Like, so I, I didn't play any of the Fallout uh, Fallout Ford DLCs, and for whatever reason. Uh-huh the way it works I was like buying the game of the year edition, even though I have the regular fallout Four version uh-huh, is cheaper uh-huh. than buying all the expansion packs. Huh? And interesting. Same way with Skyrim in the anniversary edition or whatever. And
1: yeah, I just yeah. feel
0: real dumb buying those games
1: again for the, I know, the right? time, you know, <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> um, you just reminded me that we have a couple of emails that we could talk about. Oh, sure. One from a, a few weeks ago that I forgot to get to, but, um, we were talking about Steam sales and websites to track sales across different storefronts and stuff like that. And we got a good response from people offering up their, uh, the ones they use and stuff like that. Um, we actually got a repeat emailer, um, Harvey, who originally emailed us about um, uh, gg.deals, that website. Um, so he we listened to our podcast where we talked about that and then sent another thing in that says, Hi. Just thought he'd mention it in case you find this useful. The deal site I shared last week also has a link which filters games to just those which are Steam Deck verified. um, And then he provides links to verified and playable are two of the um, like filter choices on that website or whatever. Uh, He says, warning, this has cost me a lot of money as it's now too easy to browse and pick up Steam Deck games they're on sale as I don't have to filter out the ones that aren't compatible. Send me the, um, send me the link to that because I, uh, I was yeah. trying to figure out
0: where that was. Cause I usually just go browse best deals. Yeah. I will.
1: Um, I'll provide these links in the uh, podcast posts too, for anyone listening that wants to oh, wow. not, uh, mess around it's with looking steam Deck verified link. games list. Yeah. Steam, Deck verified yeah, steam, playable I see these,
0: these presets now on this link, but I couldn't yeah. find this. Before,
1: yeah, yeah, um, so thanks, Harvey, for sending in that hot tip that's gonna cost us, yeah, like more money. 31
0: bucks for God of War, <laughs> that seems like a, a must have. That game's really good I'd right. love to play yeah. it again.
1: It's supposed uh, to play really well in the deck, I haven't played that
0: one yet. Horizon Zero Dawn, that's another one I've heard is really good, that I haven't played. Uh, Sekiro yeah. Shadows Die Twice, yeah. you know, another one, yeah, Death so, Loop, same deal.
1: I have Death Loop, um, actually, Death Loop's great.
0: Stardew Valley, if you don't own it yet, that's another really, yeah. really good one. Yeah. Elysium. Yeah. I mean, like the, the problem is yeah, like, I haven't played that one yet. Like selecting what you actually want to <laughs> buy because you'll realistically play it soon because, like, God damn, these, you know, these Steam games are so cheap that you, know, you just add a bunch of them to your cart and you're like, oh, man, do I really want to spend $200 on. <laughs> I yeah.
1: know I'm getting 700 games, yeah. but <laughs> do I really need to spend $200? Right. Yeah. I, I went through that problem when I got my win max and went. I'd never, I'd only had a handful of steam games because I never really played PC. And then when that thing was coming out and I was waiting for it to get mailed to me, I especially went nuts because it was right during the, the steam summer. Sale. I mean,
0: like the problem with the fucking steam sales is like, you know, these games are just so cheap that it's like, yeah. you know, it's like, so for instance, like I've, I've heard really, I've heard cool things about the sniper elite series of games. Like, yeah. uh, and you know, the, the latest one, with the summer sales on sale for six bucks, that's usually <laughs> right. 60, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> How it, do you it, say it, no to that. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. And it's like, God damn, but you know, I, I don't know when I'm going to have time to
1: play it and right. You know, I'm sure it'll be on sale again. And I always read, I ran into the same problem on the switch where the switch has a lot of good deals a lot of the time, but um, you start a wish list, and then you see something on sale and then you're like, Oh man, that's a great price. And you buy it. But the trick is to buy something that you're going to play before it's on sale the next time for cheaper, because that's happened to me so many times where something's like 25% off. Cool. I'll finally grab it. It's actually on sale. And then I never get around to playing it. And then the next time it's on sale, it's like 50% off. And I'm like, okay, well, I haven't even played it yet. If I would have just waited, I could have bought it for 50% off instead.
0: That's how I'm at. (laughs) That's how I'm right now at Tunic. Like everyone's told me Tunic is really good. Everyone's told me it's really good on the Steam Deck and everything else, but... Only
1: 10% off in the summer sale. I'm like, "Uh, I don't know if I'm going to play this for like right now. Yeah. Um, Well, that's another good thing about those sites, the gg.deals and the uh, is there any deal.com, is you can a lot of times sort by like the amount of discount too. I actually think you can do that straight through Steam wishlist too. Yeah, you can. You can. um, That's always like eye opening too, where it's like, Oh, okay, like this is ninety percent off. Like it doesn't get much cheaper than that unless it's going to go free someday. So I'm maybe I'll just buy it. Right, it, even if you don't get yeah. around to playing it, it's not going to be any cheaper. Like that's right
0: that's anyway. the way that I'm looking at like Sniper Elite Four right now. Is like, is this game ever yeah. going to be cheaper than six dollars? If so, yeah. like okay, that's fine. So it yeah. wants to sale for five. Okay, great. Like
1: yeah, I the nice thing about the Steam sales is that they're they're like um, pretty consistent throughout the year. So it's like you know like well I missed the Summerfest chances are like a lot of the same games are going to be on sale during the, whatever the fall one is or whatever the Christmas sale is or whatever. So it's like, you're never really too far off from everything being on sale again, but it is really hard when your wish list lights up with all those discounts to not just like start going for it. And yeah. it adds up. It does add up. But. Have you fiddled around
0: with any of these um, sites that like the key shops that uh, are very cheap, but you have to like jump through all these hoops so someone can like gift you the game. No, that sounds uh, not okay. It's not, well, yeah. Like I don't <laughs> remember what I was looking at it, but I think, oh, I think it was Tabletop Simulator because I was supposed I mm-hmm. want to play some stuff. on And it was like $20 on the Steam store. It was like $15 on Green Man Gaming or whatever. And then it was like yeah. $5 through one of these weird stores that, uh, but you were buying like, you were buying someone gifting you the game because like, I don't know if they got like yeah. a four pack or, you know, four pack on sale and then they like split yeah. that up and, or whatever. And that it was
1: could
0: like, be. it makes sense, I guess. But like the instructions for like how to actually get your game were mm. like, like truly insane. It was like, mm. Oh, okay. Like, so buy this add, uh, you know, Best games for you five seven eight sixty you know uh, when they accept a friend request like send this code to them and all of you know, this sounds not know, like, okay make your inventory tradable and you know, like all this like weird stuff I was like mm, I don't know I think I'll just pay an extra five dollars because yeah I don't yeah this seems really complicated
1: yeah that's worth $5 and not have to risk your, your identity. And stuff.
0: Well, I was, I was more. I mean, like, God, my steam account's 20 years old now and like filled with like yeah. all kinds of crap. And I would just like hate to get like banned from banned steam or something for, like, Oh, you, someone transferred you this like stolen
1: thing. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That would suck. Good luck getting that back. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't messed with any of that stuff, but, um, you know, I'm sure there's, there's a first time for everything. You I know. do have a an itch to buy games all the time.
0: I what I would love to know is like where do these key shops like get these keys from? I mean because like um, yeah. I bought that new uh, the Teenage Mutant Turtles game so I want to play on the Steam Deck and it was like mm. I think like twenty bucks on Steam mm-hmm. and then like fifteen dollars on Green Man Gaming and it's like mm-hmm. and you buy it on there and they give you the Steam key instantly that you just redeem you know yeah but I, I like, don't who, know who's not making that extra five dollars like that's what I don't. I know. don't
1: I don't yeah understand. i really don't understand and it, there was that one key shop that got in all sorts of trouble from like everyone a few years ago because they were somehow getting collecting keys like in a improper manner and reselling them without authorization or something like that yeah i don't know and uh that's so that stuff always sort of sketches me out like how does this work <laughs> like, yeah i've always assumed
0: that like if green man i mean like i've bought a few things from green man gaming they've been around forever i feel like if they were doing something mm-hmm. shady like they wouldn't yeah the, be they're around i mean I those don't... sites all seem like pretty reputable and they have been around for a long time so. but still it's like it's you're buying like a key for a game that like just came yeah. out yeah. at you know a 25 percent discount or whatever for yeah. doing nothing other than like being like okay well i'll just buy the key over here instead of buying it directly off the steam store
1: yeah i, I wonder if like publishers or something like that make deals where they're like because you know the first when you first release a game, that's like the most important time for it, with in yeah. terms of charts and stuff like that, and buzz and whatever. So if they're like, "Hey, we're going to sell you a hundred thousand of these at like half price," which yeah, they're still going to, you know, I'd, I'd make like money to. on one way or the other, just to know that they got they've made that many sales. Yeah, um, maybe that's worth it for them. I don't know. But then at that point, why wouldn't you just discount it yourself? Yeah, on, on Steam. Sure. So uh, yeah, yeah. I don't get it, man. I don't if know. anybody knows how this stuff works. Please come forward. You can come forward anonymously.
0: Yeah. Well, so what's the second email then? Like uh, us to...
1: Our next email comes from David. And he says, uh, hey, guys, I enjoyed your talking about Netflix games, but I found it interesting how you said there is no advertising in the app. At least in my version, there's a list with all of the available games on my home screen. And I'll attach a screenshot showing what it looks like. I assumed all accounts had it look like that, and I really wonder why this is apparently not the case. Anyway, thank you for the podcast as always. And he does, in fact, attach a screenshot that does, in fact, say has a whole section dedicated to Netflix games. Um, that's a I I maybe I sh- I spoke too soon last week when we were talking about this. But wait, you mean the I home like, screen of like inside ne- the Netflix app? Netflix app on your iPhone, which I never use. I watch Netflix on like my Apple TV. Um, so it's it could be the case that they are advertising it there, and I just hadn't noticed because I just never use Netflix on my phone. And even if I did, it would be to like quickly get to like a kids' show to keep, make my kids shut up. So I'm not even like browsing the home screen or anything like that. So, um, okay, so if I if I load it on on
0: my phone and then scroll down like pretty far, mm. I see the icon for point P and shadow remastered. Oh, I can scroll on this and see more. Don't okay. Don't so I don't see. know. I just feel like it should be more in your face, but what do I know?
1: Um let's see. Scroll Only Netflix. Uh mine's not too far down. It's like a screen it's like the second screen down basically. Mine's like the third um, screen.
0: I gotta go through like Yeah um, and it has all know. the
1: games. Okay.
0: Watch it again. Continue watching. Trending now. Binge-worthy TV dramas. Human connections. Dystopian futures. Only on mm-hmm. Netflix. TV shows from the 1980s. Emmy-winning TV comedies. And then the games.
1: Oh, weird. Yeah, yours. Mine's a few uh, notches up from where yours is. Um,
0: well, there's anyway, been a few
1: different blog posts on the Netflix blog about just like just yeah. how
0: sophisticated mm-hmm. like the stuff is. Uh, as far yeah. as like their recommendations, but still, it seems weird that they wouldn't be like, Oh, this guy definitely plays phone games. Like we'll put this front and center.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I appreciate you pointing that out though. Because, um,
0: like, why, why use Netflix on my phone? Like I, I typically will just like finish up something I'm watching. So I really rarely scroll yeah. past like the continue watching thing. You know? Yeah.
1: Same. Um yeah, I'm the same way, so I didn't notice. but so I guess there is some advertising. I think there's still room for them to do like an all out blitz, let people know this thing exists type thing. Um, or not. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they just want to target the people that care about games in the first place, and everybody else they know won't care or something. but I don't know. It's so fun. it's really strange to me. like if if there's gonna be a tipping point similar to Apple Arcade where Netflix goes like, this isn't working or like, we're going to stop throwing yeah. money at this now or if it's actually going to be a successful thing or not. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I know this is like sacrilege
0: for people uh, to even suggest but like one of the things that I really like about Amazon prime video is like the pre the pre roll kind of like sizzle reels for other stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause like I find out, I mean these, these services have so much shit yeah. on them that like I, yeah, you know, it's hard to keep track of like the new things or like other stuff that you should be watching or yeah. whatever else. Like yeah. I, I wish Netflix had stuff like that and like, that, like this is the perfect thing that could be part of a sizzle reel Yeah. of, you know, a little 10 second thing before, you know, your movie starts or whatever, like shows you other stuff that they think yeah. you would like and that like a perfect place to slide in some game content of like, Hey,
1: Netflix yeah. doesn't do that. But what they do have is like the, um, if you're like hovering over a show, it'll play like the trailer for it in the background yeah. or whatever. And yeah. it auto plays that stuff. And we've actually seen a few things we've added to like our watch list because the, the app just loads up onto some random recommended list of things. And yeah. the trailer starts playing and we're like, Whoa, what's this? So like more of that actually wouldn't be a bad thing. Oh no, play. not. Yeah.
0: I mean, I found um, a lot of stuff on Amazon that i really liked just as like, the yeah. little,
1: sizzle reel before well, you the need show somebody starts. to tell you there's so much to, it's like the yeah. app store where it's like you need somebody to tell you what the good games are because there's too many too much stuff um maybe there's a touch arcade for netflix shows out there so yeah i'm sure netflix uh yeah it's arcade. called rotten
0: tomatoes <laughs> All yeah. the other uh <laughs> movie scoring and stuff sites but
1: i don't know uh so thank you to those who emailed in uh this week and like three weeks ago um if you want to shoot us an email, podcast at touchargate.com, we'll talk about anything. It yeah. always seems to spark some good discussion when people send emails in. Yes. Um, but uh, I was trying to think, oh, jumping back to the Miu real quick. I just did uh, the custom boot screen. Did you do that stuff yet? Uh, like Change the, the boot and screen? Stuff? Sort of. It's like uh, you'll have to go to Retro Game Core's, uh YouTube because he just did a video on it. And it's really quick and easy. And there's actually an app somebody made to, to make it like a, it's like a boot screen selector app that makes it super easy. Oh, really? Okay, but um, cool. it's really nice. Like uh, it's a dumb thing to care about. But when you first boot this thing on, it shows you the MIUI logo for a minute. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not the greatest logo ever. Um, so you can pick a bunch of ones that look like old Game Boy style or like Super Nintendo or like a tons of other just custom artwork things. Or you can actually make your own um and insert the image into the app itself and then have your own custom boot logo uh which Mm. i think is pretty cool it's a pretty quick and easy thing to do that i found fun i did it on my rg too where i um booted up the uh winners don't use drugs logo from all the old arcade machines every time i booted it up or did anything i uh um, i've been meaning to go to
0: Like themes and stuff. I just, I don't know. It's, I haven't. Yeah.
1: I, I largely don't care, but I, I did, I did like doing this one. Yeah. Um, and I got sees- to the
0: so. point where I was like, uh, looking into adding like the,
1: uh, like cover art and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was, I like, think I'm going to stop. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go down that route. I'll do that on the Steam Deck, but, um, well, on I mean, this, it makes it so much easier because
0: you have Wi Fi, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> like this, this I had to like, uh, boot into windows like load my yeah. sd card like download this extremely shitty program that like pulls crap off screenscraper.fr, yeah. and yeah. honestly it probably I probably would have i probably would have done more of it but you have to like uh do all this crazy shit to unlock more threads in the program mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like one thread at a time i was like all right i'm gonna try like so i only i only have like five sega cd games on there because they're big yeah. and take up a lot of space yeah. and I was like, let me just try this on. Let's see how long this takes. It took like a very long time for five games. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was like, okay, well, I this is gonna take all weekend for this thing to process the whole thing. Yeah. And then I put it, I put it back in and rebooted my Mew Mini and saw like where it shows up and it's like. You really have to be Not trying that to see where yeah. you know the art is and stuff in it. So, <clears throat> but with you know, like the big screen of the Steam Deck, like that make a lot of sense, you know. Because I'll make there.
1: everything look extra pretty on that dumb thing. But yeah, the Miu, I feel like it's kind of pretty unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I. I went through the same thought process. Should I do this? Should I start this? No, I don't want to start this. So. Yeah. So maybe I'll check out some themes. But I don't yeah, know. I do love this thing though. The screen is so nice on it. It's crazy. And uh, I think I was telling you, I don't think we talked about it on the show, that I've I've gravitated towards playing handheld stuff on it. Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Neo Geo Pocket, all that stuff really plays super well because the screen is so small and that's all stuff that's designed for a small mm-hmm. screen. Yeah, that's how I feel about like Game Boy like, Advance, you know. <clears throat> yeah, Super Nintendo and stuff like that is fun too, but also those are games designed for a TV. And so sometimes you can get a little tiny. <clears throat> um, there's just so many good Game Boy games. Game Boy feels the most right because I guess it looks like a Game Boy, and it just feels like you're playing this miniaturized, super lit up, awesome Game Boy. And it uh, just makes me happy growing up with the old school Game Boy. Never yeah. thought you'd see this day.
0: No, for real. Um, I mean, God, if you, if you sent this thing back through some like uh, Terminator 2 time wormhole,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. to me, I, it would blow my Absolutely. <laughs> my brain would explode. I know, right? <laughs> and then you'd pull out a phone and be like, also this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Anywho, uh, we could jump into some mobile game stories that I had set aside to sure. talk about this week if you would like. We could start on the Lifeline stuff. Sure. Um, remember Lifeline? That was a game that came out a long yeah, time so ago. Yeah, so Lifeline is a game
0: that I, I wish um, so Bloom on the playdate, I wish was mm-hmm. more like
1: Lifeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you if you had never played one of the Lifeline games, they're the they were kind of the pioneer in the um, I don't know what you call these. You call them alternate reality games. I think that's Maybe. the name of it. Like fake. I don't really know. But it's phone game. Fake phone games. Or? Yeah. Um, you're basically like trying to help somebody, and you're communicating via like fake text messages. So you'll get like push alerts that are like quote unquote like a, a a message from this guy that you're trying to help. And so the story plays out. It's more an interactive story than anything else, but it plays out via like fake text messages, I guess. Um, Really like a clever concept, and I remember the height of these was around the time the Apple Watch first came out. And I remember the first time it was like, "Oh, dude, you could play Lifeline on your, and get notifications on your watch about it," and that was like, yeah. "Whoa, okay." That's yeah. Like so if perfect. if
0: you if this sounds like a cool concept, I, I still like the Lifeline games are cool, but I think the one that the one that does this the best is a normal lost
1: phone, yeah, which is like yeah, yeah, five yeah. years old now and is like yeah. a
0: buck on everything.
1: Yeah, worth playing, but. Yeah, Lifeline was definitely, I think, the first one to kind of go mainstream or whatever. And then they released like I felt like a new Lifeline game came out like once a month or something like that. Because yeah. there was like four or five of them. And I feel then like, I
0: feel like it almost it disappeared.
1: I think you're right. It
0: came around as like this is one of the like Apple Watch games, right? Like maybe that
1: was it. Maybe it actually was it started as a concept for something that would play on the Apple Watch. I don't remember but i do remember playing it and getting alerts on my apple watch and being like this is the only kind of game that will work on this stupid thing because yeah. a lot of people were trying to throw whatever at the apple watch to make games work on it and it was like no like there's only a few things yeah i
0: feel work. like i remember like this got a ton of attention because it was like one of the only games that worked on the apple watch initially yeah you might be right because you would get like a fake text alert and then like
1: you mm-hmm. basically have like like two or three responses or whatever and they yeah you could know, respond on the watch which made it so much handier yeah um but uh but anywho so yeah the lifeline games they were big for a period of time and then they kind of just disappeared um so i was very surprised to see a new lifeline game launch this week it's called lifeline beside you in time and um it's 4 bucks and uh it actually continues the story of the last game which i think is kind of interesting too although it's not explicitly you don't have to have played the previous games to understand what's going on here but if you have then you should get more out of this by understanding some of the stuff that they, uh, I'm sure talk about or whatever so I don't know I think uh, it'd be kind of fun to go back and play through the Lifeline games again yeah, I, I'm trying to while, figure
0: out now if like you know it's hard to find stories from five years ago that are still no kidding but yeah. I think Lifeline Whiteout maybe was the mm-hmm. Apple Watch the last version one. but it Came um, out first on, I uh-huh. like iPhone. Oh wait, no. Then there's, there's a story from 2015 that says oh, you play on your Apple Watch. So I don't know. I seem hmm. to remember them really le- like getting a lot of marketing uplift because you could play on your watch. And I don't remember which version of the game yeah. was or whatever else, but
1: I think it was a uh, happy accident, coincidence type thing where they were coming out with Lifeline already, but then it was like, oh, also um this place really we made it work with the apple watch and since the apple watch is brand new and apps and games on it were brand new it kind of just took off so yeah um at least that's the way i remember it but i, I don't know i have a bad memory yeah Let's see may so of much 2015. happening all the time <laughs> so much all the time yeah it's hard to keep track um but anyway new lifeline game if you're a fan uh, pretty cool that they came out with a new one so uh, Lifeline Beside You in Time is the name of it um, and then uh, new game announced from the guy that made Blast Waves and Immortal Rogue which are two really good phone games actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, called Ultra Blade and it's uh, kind of similar to the other games it's a uh, hack and slash roguelike uh, it even looks very similar to the old games but just slightly different mechanically or whatever um, the big deal about this one is that, uh, hardcore, like weapon customization, you basically have a giant cloud strife level sword and, um, everything you get in the game is all about like customizing and tricking out your sword. So there's like hundreds or thousands or whatever permutations of different sword you can come up with, which is kind of cool. Um, but anyway, the, Immortal uh, Mortal rogue,
0: not on the, oh, no, it is on the app
1: store. So never mind. Uh, yeah, they should both still be there. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but anyway, there's a trailer for this one if you want to check it out. And um, in fact, the uh, the um, developer of this, Kyle Barrett, uh, just uh, posted this in the forums on TetraCade with links to Test Flight asking for testers and stuff like that. Cool. So uh, if you want to try it out early and maybe help provide some feedback and stuff like that, um, you can check that out. And uh, otherwise... Pre orders is supposed to start up soon. Beta testing is happening now. And it should be a $4 game. So, a uh, paid Premium game again. price. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I like this guy's other games. I think he's got a good thing going with his uh, sort of like touchscreen, extremely friendly control schemes and stuff. So, looking forward to uh, Ultra Blade. Yeah. That seems um, cool. Yeah. And then this was a really cool story. Oh, my God. I need a water break. A water
0: break. That the I've been taking
1: supplements that make my mouth go crazy dry. I don't know if that's uh, an issue for anybody else out there, but I've been taking um, dry, dry, mouth, glucosamine, dry mouth, uh, Glucosamine. mouth drying supplements and fish oil tablets. You ever take those? I don't know. I think it's the glucosamine ones that it are drying to. my
0: mouth out, and then I. Yeah uh stopped on act, you know because i forgot and then didn't notice that was difference, it and uh... yeah
1: i don't know if it's doing it i i don't know if it's doing anything or not but i started taking them because i have a bad knee and when i go skating i only skate really once a week now but it's definitely like a hard couple of hours on my body yeah. um and uh my knee in particular i tweaked it a few months ago and it's never really got better and so back in the day when i was skating like every day i was taking glucosamine And uh, some other things like MSM and CoQ10 or whatever. And um, just for it's supposed to be good for your joints. Um, So I started up on that again to see if it'll help my knee be not as terrible. But I think to our
0: dog when he was having spinal issues. So really, I don't know. It's fine now. So maybe it does do something.
1: Hey, hey, maybe it'll work. But uh, yeah, it's sort of a coin flip on whether I wake up with a knee I can barely walk on or not. (laughs) Anywho. Dries out the mouth, the point of that story. Um, this was a really cool story this week that caught my attention. It was kind of serendipitous that I even saw it because uh, you, you may know Sean McKenzie. Um, I know you have met him before. We've, oh, yeah, yeah. we've dealt with yeah. him at GDC and I stuff like that. that. Um, he has his own sort of studio called Bacon and Games, and they've released some stuff over the years. But um, he's mostly one of the uh, higher-up people at Armor Games. And so whenever Armor Games was doing stuff... Um, that's who we would meet with at like GDC and things like that. And we have a good, uh, you know, email relationship whenever they have new games coming out and stuff like that. Um, So I don't really, I try to stay off Twitter. (laughs) I don't go on Twitter a whole lot, but I'll randomly check in now and then. And um, he's kind of the same way. He does not really tweet a lot or anything like that. But I just so happened to be one of the times I was checking Twitter and I saw a tweet from him talking about how um, this flash game that he had designed and released all those many years ago, eight or nine years ago, um, and died when Flash died, um, somebody actually helped him do all the porting work to be able to port it to PC and mobile. And then they just released it um, just this week. So I just happened to see his tweet about it and thought, that's cool. Like, I'd never heard of this game. And I know so many Flash games die. And then like digital game preservation is kind of a hot topic with us over the yeah, last yeah, several yeah. years. It's, it's, a, it's an issue. Um, and so I just thought it was like a cool story just from that aspect of it is like that's cool they like put the effort in to like save this little game that probably nobody cares about but them but it's like a special thing to them right um and then it, so i downloaded it it's free and uh started playing it and was like this game's actually really good um it's kind of crazy that this flash game that lived 10 years ago was, is actually a really good physics puzzler so um decided to post about it or whatever um it is called lazy thief and so I don't know if you ever made the rounds of armor games or the flash sites back, back in the day, uh, if you ever played this one or not, but um, it's kind of a cute idea. It's basically a physics puzzler where you are a lazy thief. And so you want these gems that are in a level, but uh, you don't want to like get up to go get them. So you actually are chucking things at them, but try and knock them into these little platforms that will then whisk them to you without you having to do any getting up and getting tired because yeah. you're lazy. Yeah. So, um, it's a cute idea for like an, uh, a, a physics puzzle game, but what I really liked about it is the physics are super good. They're really, it's like, not like slow and like angry birds when you like slingshot something and then you wait like an hour for all the things to break or see what happens. And then you start again. Um, this is like quick, 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 like the physics work really fast. And, um, you also do a lot of really wacky things with it. Um, which leads to the other thing I really liked about this game is it has a three-star system, like surprise, surprise, but the third star is always like a really ridiculous, you get you get like graded on how many things you need to throw to get the gems free. And, um, you know, the, the less, the better. Um, but the third star is always like a ridiculous number. Sometimes it's just one. You get one shot to get like multiple oh, gems down. And so what I've come to learn is that there is like some wacky, tricky, like bouncing that you can do And you kind of have to like make the physics engine work for you in a lot of ways and get kind of lucky in a lot of instances too. Um, that something will just fall just so, or, you know, whatever. Um, which I found that like actually really interesting too. trying to get that third star kind of makes this game more than it, than it appears. So really cool game, really cool story. Never heard of it. Never would have played it had this, not somebody not wanted to come out and, um, do the porting work of the old flash version. So pretty cool that they did this, but um, the game is called lazy thief. Um, there's a uh, <coughs> bacon and games um website where you can find the desktop versions and the desktop versions are completely free with the option to donate if you like it and feel like it. Hmm. Um, the mobile versions, iOS and Android are also free but they have ads um, and then there's an in-app purchase. I think it's just 99 cents to disable the ads if you want to. Um, it's not, I mean, the aspect ratio of the game, it's not like widescreen or anything like that. It never was meant to be because it's so old or whatever. But like just from like a pure gameplay standpoint, I think we've talked about this before where there's like certain genres that got blown out so hard you they made you sick to your stomach. But then <laughs> you move away from them for a while and then you're like I am in the mood for an auto runner. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, been like, a while. Oh, yeah. Three-star physics <laughs> puzzler. I could do one yeah, of these. A yeah. three-star physics puzzler. I, I could go for one of those. Um, this gives me super vibes of, like, early app store days mm. um, where it's just, like, a really straightforward good puzzler. So uh, check it out. Like I said, it's free to download and try. It's not going to, like, blow you away or anything like that. But if you enjoy the challenge of, like, trying to get a third star, which is very hard sometimes then I think you'll dig this one. So that was a cool story this week. Yeah. Um, This is big news. So very casually, uh, Into the Breach was announced as coming to mobile by way of Netflix's Twitter account. I find find this to be really annoying. It's going to be part of Netflix games. Um, You know, it's funny because like... um, so the into the breach was the follow-up game from the the two guys that made FTL, which is like crazy classic. Right. And also that game has been on iPad for almost a decade now, which I find crazy, but that's always like a, a good example of a game where people are like, Oh man, yeah, I love FTL. Oh, I love it on my iPad the most. Cause I could just kick back and play it on my iPad and you know, whatever. It's like one of those games. that almost feels like more at home on an iPad than anywhere else. Um, And so when Into the Breach was announced way back when, um, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to make it to at least iPad, if not also iPhone, Um, because FTL did really well. And if people seem to like it, why wouldn't you want Into the Breach to also come to iOS devices? Well, that was four years ago now, I think, that this launched on PC and never came out on iPad, was never even announced or anything like that. A lot of people just kind of assumed it was going to come to mobile um, and it just never did. So kind of funny that here we are four years later and it is coming to mobile, but it is coming as part of Netflix games. You're going to need a Netflix subscription to play the mobile version, which, by the way, is iPad and iPhone. Mm -hmm. They rejiggered a lot of stuff to make it work on the smaller screens of the iPhone. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking um, at the email now. I reached
0: out to these guys to get this game in a game club. Oh, really? Yeah, not...
1: Not any plans to bring it to
0: mobile.
1: Interesting. Oh, so um, I kind of wonder then, because this would have been for that would, email would have been what? Two or three years ago by now? 2020. Oh, 2020. I wonder how long this Netflix stuff has been in the works. Because they just launched this gaming program in November of last year. So it hasn't even been a full year. I got to imagine that it's been in the planning process for at least a year, right? So that would put it in like the fall of 2020, you know, realm Man, of um, this being a, a potential thing that could happen with the Netflix game. So.
0: I, I don't know. I this this I love FTL. FTL is like absolutely yeah. one of my favorite games. But I just what, what annoyed me so much about this game was it was like um, a clear, obvious mobile game, yeah, right? Right? or like <laughs> something that would just always Why? easily, very easily work well on mobile. and you know the developers for the longest time just like were like oh no 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 this is a pc game you fucking idiot like why would you even think (laughs) it could be on mobile there's so
1: many this happens all the time you know yeah happens all the time like what mobile no this is a pc game yeah it's like i can't Uh, i
0: can't believe you i i I, why would you suggest that this a game (laughs) like this could run on on a phone no one would ever play this on a phone come on you need a pc like yeah, that right. yeah, that was like this the story of walking through like the indie mega booth at PAX, you'd see stuff you're yeah. like, Oh shit, like yeah. is this an IPA game? Oh no
1: no 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 no, why would you even think that? You know? Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah that's so true. Oh my god. Um yeah, this was so very obviously should have been a mobile game years ago. Yeah. But well, never yeah, was you know, like if you want something to sell on Steam,
0: you yeah. have to like make it a PC game first kind of thing. And, true, you
1: know, all that stuff. So but whatever, I feel like fine. you run out of that like a year at most right and then and then at that point it becomes a really cool bonus novelty for fans on pc yep they can now take it on their phone with them and they look at it as as positive um but anyway so yeah it is finally happening and um yeah that's another significant thing is that they put in so this i didn't realize this at the time i wrote this so i didn't include this info but um this is launching, it's coinciding with a huge update for the game on other platforms. Yeah, the,
0: the advanced edition thing sounds really cool. They, yeah. they did that with FTL too and it made it like, yeah, it's like almost almost a sequel. It's like you know, version 1.75, yeah. or I don't know, yeah. not quite yeah, yeah. two, but you know,
1: yeah. Um, so, yeah, so when this comes to the Netflix games on your, your mobile, it will include all of the advanced edition stuff. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting because it's like, They had to put some significant work into rejiggering like the UI and stuff for for iPhones, I I would imagine. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I I wonder, I would love to be the the fly on the wall of all these conversations that got something like this happening. Um, or if it's just Netflix backing up a truck of money, I, I like Apple promise you, with that's, Apple Arcade—that's the case. It has I mean, to what, be right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when I was looking for games for Game Club. It was like, oh, what's
0: on Steam that work really good on mobile that we could bring over, yeah. and we just we didn't have the dump truck of money that Netflix does, you know? So
1: yeah, well, Netflix's dump truck is running low. From what yeah. I do, so I don't know, I, they still um, got a
0: lot left, even if the dump truck is running low. So
1: that's true. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um. This is coming to uh, July 19th is when it'll be added to Netflix and uh, you'll be able to play Into the Breach on your mobile. So that's pretty cool. Um, And then the last story I had to talk about this week because I've got a couple glitches in the internet there just now. I hope things aren't going south. I feel like it's a... You've been okay? I didn't... Okay. Um, The the last thing I had to talk about, new Apple Arcade this game this week is called um, Air Twister. And it's from the guy that made, basically designed Space Harrier and Outrun and Shenmue. Is this a a new game or a port? This is a brand new, made for Apple Arcade game. As far as I know, it's not coming out on anything else. Although that could not, I, I imagine it probably will.
0: Maybe it just looks so much like Space Harrier that, like, when I watch a trailer, I was like,
1: "Hmm." it (laughs) is for sure Space Harrier. Or like Panzer Dragoon yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. But yeah, it's you can tell it's inspiration. And I mean, the guy that designed Space Air in the first place made it. So that's not super um, surprising. But it's actually really cool visuals and stuff like that. Um, I haven't played it yet, but everyone is saying that it's just like the wackiest, craziest thing ever in like a good way. Um, and not so much that it's the best game ever, but more that it's just like, Something to see. <laughs> it's like a, it's just got a lot of wackiness going on, which I guess is good. So um, I don't know. Kind of this is like uh, similar to you know landing the Final Fantasy guy to make a game for Apple Arcade or, or whatever. I guess you know th- within that same realm. Yeah. Um, when you get the space area guy or the Shinmu guy to make an Apple Arcade game, so we'll be interested to see if this comes to anything else or not or if it's one of those, um, Apple put all the money behind this thing. So it's not going anywhere type dealies. I don't know. So anyway, if you have Apple Arcade, um, something to check out, that's the new game of the week. And, uh, there was a few other updates to some of the other games on Apple Arcade too, which, uh, I don't know. I, I'm happy to see like an actual original, interesting looking game come out instead of like yet another, like plus game or something like that. Um, but still, I compared to what Netflix has been announcing lately, it's sort of yeah. like hard to get excited about Apple Arcade. Yeah. But, anywho, that is all I had as far as mobile news of the week. Um, where do you want to go from here? Do you want? I have a secret- cool. I have a cool
0: Instagram account to name drop. That does do anything it for you. So I don't know. Even I think I found these people on TikTok, but so mm. the account is lat35racing, so Lat Thirty Five Racing. So L A T. Okay the numbers three, five and racing. Uh, It's this team of women that are a four person team that are rowing from San Francisco to Hawaii. What? It's insane. How's that even possible? I, I I, I can't keep my eyes off of it because it's like, it's, it's like, so it's supposed to take them five weeks and it's four people that are taking turns in two hour shifts. So two hours on, two hours off, 24 hours a day. Rowing god. a boat. Holy
1: moly! It's just this like, is amazing.
0: I, I I just like can't even. I when think did I, they start? Uh, like two or three days ago. Oh my god. Uh, there, this this week sometime. I mean, it just just started though. I mean, the, is there just, a boat following them? There must be, right? I don't really. I don't know. I don't know if they have any kind of support staff or. Or Man, just, I feel like you would have to. I don't. Dude, know. that is crazy. Extremely but hardcore. Awesome. Like Yeah. Yeah, cuz I just saw this like one random video on TikTok where it was like, "Oh, you're check out our boat. Like we're we're leaving yeah. on Monday and we're we're rowing to Hawaii." I was like, "Wait, what?" Holy and then like holy. just did this like deep dive on like this whole initiative and they're trying to break like some kind of like rowing world record or whatever so really yeah drop them a follow and like see what happens it's uh a lot of people have been asking them um so it seems like the people that aren't rowing are just like doing social media with some kind of like satellite internet connection you know answering questions Uh, for people uh, and stuff like everyone keeps asking them like how do they go to the bathroom and stuff i guess they just like have a bucket (laughs) they just like shit in a bucket and then just throw it over the side
1: (laughs) that's that makes sense What else are you going to do? Yeah. Um, Well, that's really cool. I I didn't even know something like that would even be possible.
0: Yeah, and if you want to get really hardcore, there's actually like a tracker app that you can download that I guess is used for like sailing races and stuff that you can like look at their progress in real time. Really? Yeah, because like right now they're pushing at 2.2 knots far off the coast of California.
1: Huh, that's a... maybe too detailed for me. I'll I'll stick with Instagram. But that's very cool.
0: Yeah. So, @lat35. Lat35 35. Lat 35 racing, check it out if you're interested in people doing truly unbelievable things that I will never do in my life. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, all right, do you want to wrap things up and do you want to do some secret playdate talk yeah. this week? Hell yeah. You have some opinions. Yeah, we got a backlog cuz remember last week was
0: fucked up and they updated the playdate in those games. I yeah. Mean, like Yeah, we were both mysteriously we were both sliding
1: out yeah um okay cool well i will say to anybody that doesn't want to listen to the play date part and get spoiled on this last two weeks worth of games uh thanks so much for listening to this week's episode and as always uh help us out by supporting us on patreon at patreon.com forward slash touch arcade and help us out by doing your amazon shopping through touch forward slash amazon and as i said earlier shoot us some emails at podcast at touch we'd love to hear from you um so with that thanks for listening We'll be back with another episode of Touch Arcade Show next week, or you can stay tuned for the spoiler-filled secret playdate oh, chat hour. Spoilers and that will start now.
0: All right, now. so um, the ones that we missed um, as part of whatever snafu was fixed by the um, system yeah. update, yeah, inventory hero and spell corked would have been last week's games.
1: Those are in back backwards order from what I got them for, but um, oh, well, that's you, fine. We can way. talk about them. Yeah. Um, so Spellcorked
0: is like um, like a cooking mama style game, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah. Where you're like running kind of like a, a alchemy shop, I guess, and um, I think this one's pretty cool. It's uh, it reminds me of. Um, I don't Remember if I had Cooking Mama on the 3DS or uh or just regular DS, but mm-hmm, as you do mm-hmm. kind of like clever things with the crank and and things like mm-hmm. that, that um are really reminiscent to me of like how it would be like all right now, s- now slide your stylus to like chop the yeah. food <laughs> kind of thing, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I and I like it. Um, I, I'm curious to see how uh complicated it gets because so far most of the recipes that I've gotten and, you know, admittedly I'm not like mega super duper far into the game or anything, but, uh, seem a little, a little simple, but I don't know if that's just, you know, it's a, that's the scope of the playdate game or if I'm, you know, we're still warming up into actually like, you know, more complicated stuff, but either way, I really, I really dig kind of like what they're doing and the, the way that they use the crank is, is mm-hmm. creative for, you know, like mixing and grinding and other sort of, um, kind of, tools that you use that involve like yeah. holding a button while you crank a certain direction or cranking back and forth or, yeah. uh, whatever else is, is pretty neat. So I, I like that one. It's got really good art style on it too. Like they, yeah. um, the, this is maybe one of my favorites as far as like graphics are concerned. And I think mm-hmm. it's just because like their artists did like a really, really good job with like the one bit kind of pixel art mm-hmm. sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, which I would be interested to know, like, what other things the the person that their art has made. Because, you know, like, a lot of times, like, people that, um, like, games that are from someone that, like, really, really knows pixel art just always look so much better than, like, someone that's just making sprites, you know, like, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and then Inventory Hero um, is, like, kind of like an idol idol game kind of I like this one too I feel like this this concept has been something I've seen before but can't
1: place we just talked about an upcoming game that's like this exact same idea basically um yeah so your guy's just
0: like constantly but I feel like I feel like I played a game before where it was like your character just like constantly running forward and battling and like Mm -hmm. what you do is just like so in this game your guy's just always running always mm-hmm. always fighting enemies um and then those enemies drop things and then like your um the the gameplay is kind of like deciding like what of, of those things you use and like what order and things like you know for for, for mm-hmm. instance like mm-hmm. you know any equipment you get you seems like you want to just equip right away to soup up your guy but then it's like oh i yeah. you dropped like a piece of food like let me wait until my guy's kind of low on health and then click that yeah. to give him some health back kind of thing this um, is a uh, here.
1: I'll send this link. This is the game that we were talking about a backpack couple months ago Hero. Backpack Hero, which is a similar idea.
0: Yeah, I, I wonder. Hmm. No, this is different though, because this is kind of like a puzzly sort of thing. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is more of just a straight up kind of like progress idle game, it seems like maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's I, I just like can't place like where. Where I've seen this before, and maybe I mm-hmm. haven't, and I'm just crazy, but I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. But, um, but so those, those, those are two last week games, like both, both really good. I, I like them a lot. Um, yeah. and then this week's game, uh, games were, uh, the Zach Gage's snake game, or snack mm-hmm. or,
1: um, snack with a, a no C snake, yeah, or no E. So,
0: so this game, I feel like I'm missing something because like Zach always makes stuff that. Is way more clever than what this yeah. initially appears to be, yeah. and like most playdate games, there's no fucking instructions or manual or tutorial. <laughs> yeah. I, like, just, um, I I feel like I'm gonna keep playing this and have this kind of like just epiphany moment of like, oh, I understand the mechanic now.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, so you're a worm. And it plays out just like normal snake, in that you try to eat enemies with your head. Sure, but then um, like
0: enemies will, like jump on your tail and like follow you up, follow your body up to the head, and then when it, they reach the head, you die. And I yeah. haven't figured out yet how you like keep that from happening. Yeah, like is is that just like an element of like you need to pay attention to where the body of your snake is, or yeah. is there something where you can like? Because originally I was like, oh, maybe you like. Eat that guy and like split yourself, and you
1: lose that part of your tail. But that's no, not how it works either. You die if you do that. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I'm with you. I know there's something more going on here, but I don't know what it
0: is. And I was like really trying to, um, really trying to not like look this one up because I, I yeah. kind of want to have like that like epiphany experience, I guess. Um, yeah. but I don't know it's just like because when you when you do like the, because you know the the main menu says you push b for help and the help is just like uh you know just use the d-pad to steer press a to jump over yourself like don't uh don't let apples climb up to your head but i don't i just like don't i feel like there should be a way to get the uh the apples to fall off of you somehow because otherwise it's Mm -hmm. like What's the point of having them like crawl up your body mm-hmm. when uh they can just reach your head anyway, you know? Yeah.
1: So yeah. I'm with you in that I don't fully understand this one either, but there's probably something good there cuz it's Zach Gage.
0: Yeah, and it yeah. Does seems like like cranking does nothing uh yeah. you know, the the primary input is your ability to jump. Which you can like jump over your body, which is kind of cool. So it's not like a total game over when you. Um... Oh,
1: yeah. I don't even think I realized that you can jump.
0: Yeah, that's huh. what the the single screen of of help tells you to do. But I don't know.
1: I didn't read. The, I didn't read the help screen. Oh my gosh! <laughs> can you jump over the apples on your body? Does that do anything? And what doesn't they they? I haven't
0: figured out like what makes them increment because sometimes like it seems like. Some of them you don't that go are on you go very fast. Right. And then others don't. And I don't, I don't know. Like, like I said, I've, I've been, I've been playing this one kind of trying to figure out, um, what, what, it, like, what it is that I'm doing wrong. Cause I, I, I want a really good snake game on this thing. Cause, cause there's, yeah. there's like that roguelike snake game. That's, that's pretty fun, but it's kind of a little too out it's, there for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I maybe I'll tweet it, Zach, and be like, "Can you just give me like a hint if there's something more to this?" And don't spoil it, but don't spoil. Just give me a hint. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know, but yeah. I, I mean I I think this is the game that I want. I just I don't I haven't cracked the code <laughs> yeah. on like what it what it is that
1: right. And then
0: finally, the uh, the last game that came out this week is Sasquatchers, and. I think if I wasn't in the midst of a um, Advance Wars playthrough, I would be way more into this than I am. Mm-hmm. So um, it's basically like a um, a turn based sort of tile based strategy game where you don't really you don't kill anything, or at least I haven't gotten to the point where you kill anything. I mean, maybe you do, but mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: you. Um, your goal is to take photos of all the, the cryptids on the the map. So it's like the f- first phase of, you know, quote unquote, like the battle is kind of like moving your guys around. They have different abilities to kind of like help you search or kind of expand their vision and, and the, uh, fog of war and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's got like kind of mm-hmm. like a fog of war mechanics. So you can't see everything uh, except mm-hmm. what is around your characters. And then, um, you, uh, are trying you're trying to take photos of it and like the the party members the way they take photos are pretty clever too like you got to have a person that has like a telephoto lens that can take photos from farther away mm-hmm. but you still need to have spotted the sasquatch or whatever first to do that and then mm-hmm. there's a guy that um takes selfies and both of them you <laughs> kind of like steer and move the camera like adjust the camera with the crank and stuff yeah, and yeah. and then your photo uh also kind of has this like pokemon snap style scoring system uh-huh. uh that like i think there's a way that you like make your photos like less blurry by like how far you move on the turn before you take the. i don't know there's a there's a lot Mm. to this game that i haven't really Mm -hmm. um haven't really figured out yet um Mm. and it seems cool it's 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 like it's very much like a wacky spin on advance wars and like i said Mm -hmm. like i'm you know maybe half or 25 percent of the way through advance wars on my miu mini and it's just like Oh, so it's okay. hard this getting is, excited to it's play to, a similar game. Yeah, but like if <laughs> if I wasn't doing that, I'd be like, oh, damn, this is pretty cool. And a very clever yeah. spin on yeah. on this whole thing. And
1: I like it. I it's think just... uh, maybe there's an opportunity for us to become rich by making uh, playdategamemanuals.com. And what we'll do is we'll go through and we'll create a manual for every game that talks about what the heck you're supposed to do in it and explains the mechanics and stuff. Hmm. That would be helpful, right? Yeah, Maybe. You got a lot of free time to do something like that, right? Oh, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, playdatemanual.com <laughs> or something like that.
1: Playdate playdate.manual.com. Um,
0: <laughs> but, I, you know, again, like, I, I don't know. These these games, I these last four have been pretty cool. Um, yeah. You know, there's certainly been some
1: duds in this season, but. Um, you, know. you know, I think the dud is in the eye of the beholder. Because, oh, for um, sure. For sure. You know, there's games that I feel like are very much not for me, but are pretty cool ideas or probably pretty cool for somebody else um, that's really continues to be the beauty of the play date I think is just like the crazy variety of stuff that gets released for it yeah and um, I still have yet to kind of dive into the community released games yeah I like um, on
0: season on the, like the first couple weeks of this when I only had two or four games right or whatever, I was loading up like a yeah. lot of loaded shit and yeah like I, the problem is that you know I kind of I kind of fell behind For a couple weeks and then just had this huge backlog and now i've got more games and i know what to do with on it you know right
1: yeah no i agree i i think it's nice to stick to the curated stuff because there's so much to do still but if there does if there happens to come out some crazy awesome stuff that you have to sideload or buy separately or whatever i'm totally all for that too but yeah also pretty content just sticking with the season it's worth mentioning
0: too that um itch.io does kind of like a similar um, summer sale as well. So this might mm. be a good chance to like look at the play date ta- Like you just search for play date and then click the play date tag. Um, mm. That will show you uh, all the, uh, all the different play play games and you just like sort by popular basically. And
1: I haven't looked in a long time. Is there a bunch now?
0: There's a bunch, but um, actually not that many are on sale right now. Mm so maybe that's not not great advice but yeah there's there's a lot there's a lot on here I mean I don't know what's good on here but that's a problem too um I' search my top sellers like the winter the wizards apprentice a trading card game for playdate is a buck hmm. Hmm. Um,
1: I don't yeah know. there should be uh I wonder if there's anybody on YouTube doing like a playdate focused stuff like trying out all these indie games and telling you which ones are good or not
0: yeah I don't know. I, I've been meaning to. I mean, buy every single one of the top seller games for twenty bucks or whatever. I know, like, you know right? so, yeah. um, Figure it out for yourself. I, I
1: think the value is more in like saving your own time from yeah. messing around with stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, some some of these look pretty silly. Like, there's one called Super Corporate Tax Evader where you crank to like shred documents <laughs> and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, um,
1: I like. That. But yeah, I don't know. Um, it's on on let's my see, so there's one. Two there's only two weeks left. Oh shit! Of playdate games coming out. Well, maybe so. when
0: maybe once that's over, we can focus on. We'll pick out just like two indie games a week or something like that to continue yeah. the playdate chat.
1: I wouldn't mind that at all. I like the playdate chat. Um. So yeah, that's uh, probably wraps it up for this week's pl- secret playdate discussion, filled with spoilers. If you know how any of these games work beyond what we know, uh let us know. Yeah, Eli will probably look it up. You'll probably get Zach Gage's... I'll I'll tweet him. Secret tips. Right the fuck now. Secret tips. Um, So yeah, let us know. PodcastTouchRcade.com if you have any comments about the Playdate stuff or the Playdate games or if you have a Playdate or if you want a Playdate or if you're going to get one. I also opened in the uh, TouchRcade Discord a Separate Playdate room, which um, hasn't been super active, but it has had some action um, and also a specific Steam Deck room too, just in case. I actually moved away from, I deleted all the like single game discussions and all that stuff. I really consolidated the rooms in the Touch Arcade Discord so it wasn't so cluttered. <coughs> so I was hesitating to open up specific topic discussion channels, but I don't know. Sometimes you go to a Discord and you're like, oh, my God, there's like 50,000 chat. Yeah, there's. there's And yeah, they're like broken up and maybe they're like separated well or whatever and organized well. But it's still just like overwhelming. Like, where do I even spend my time? Yeah. Um, I like the Discords that are like, hey, here's like five chats. Like a couple of specific topics and like a general and like a help and, you know, whatever. Um, But anyway. Yeah, one of the so Discord yeah, we'll time that stuff. has, like, a
0: fucking bazillion channels. And it's so dumb because there's, like, really only three of them are active. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, movies channel, that's how, music um, channel, like, all this other stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: that, that's how it always ends up, too. Yeah. The, um, there's a retro handheld Discord, which has kind of become, like, the de facto community hub for all of these, like, retro handheld devices. But they make a channel for literally every single device. And so, like, Ambernick has its own, like, section with every... Obviously, you know how many have come out in the last couple of years. Their Discord is bananas, where it's just like... I guess it's nice if you have a very specific device and a very specific question, you have somewhere to post it. But just, like, for general chat purposes, it just seems like a mess. So Wait a minute. So, Zach says you can... you can jump
0: on your back and eat them off of it. Let's see. I can't figure out how to do that. Oh, you have to aim for your jump landing on oh, yourself. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you you jump on yourself and then immediately turn and then uh, you can eat them. What the heck? Okay, that's a game That changer. changes
1: everything, right?
0: Yeah, I didn't even th- I thought I didn't man, even man. realize you could land on yourself. I thought you just were like could go over yourself. I thought you
1: were always trying to avoid yeah um hmm okay
0: all right well this, oh, that changes a lot of this stuff change, yeah exactly like, this, this this kind of exactly sit down
1: with that one again <laughs> exactly
0: what i thought right was there is like something i do you wish you would have figured that out on your own yeah well no i don't really care but um i just my my theory is i was missing something very obvious that totally changed how yes, this works that, that was it so
1: yeah
0: yeah That's okay fun. cool let's drive Hopefully. this bus off the cliff before your internet yeah. dies anymore <laughs> all right yeah.
1: thanks everyone for listening sticking around for a play discussion and um, yeah we'll be back with another episode of the Touch show next week see ya